It is Thursday, which can only mean one thing. It is Geekazoid, and we are live. Thank you so much for everybody tuning in. And also, we are joined by uh, our regular Geekazoid experts. We've got Captain Fizzman and Tay, fresh off their uh, busy, busy weekend at Oz Comic Con here in Sydney. Uh, it was, it's pretty, it's been massive. Fizzman, you uh, went to a, a screening last night as well. Taylor, you've been traveling and we we all did the whole um, Studio 10 thing on Friday. Uh, mm-hmm. So we've got a lot to talk about. And uh, if you are tuning in, we are talking about toys, props, collectibles, and everything else with, with our hobbies. So uh, definitely join the conversation. We want to hear from you. If you are tuning in live, uh, comment wherever you are. If you're watching this on Facebook, Instagram, or well, not Instagram, but uh, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, we want you to join in the conversation. We see Tal is there, so thank you very much. And uh, let us know, what are your hobbies? What do you collect? Uh, definitely join the conversation. Tay, how has your week been? I already sort of gave away a couple of like things that you're doing, but have you recovered? I, I, I want to know how how you feeling. Yes, I I feel very run down at the moment. I feel like I need a good long nap. Um, I think I've maybe had a couple of hours uh, of rest since I got home. But as you mentioned. Went to Comic-Con, so I am from Melbourne, for those who don't know, and I flew up to Sydney for Comic-Con this recent weekend where I got to see these two lovely gentlemen yet again. Uh, It feels like I've been coming back and forth to Sydney so much now. (laughs) I'm going to have a semi-permanent residence there just for (laughs) stuff, so I don't need to bring everything every time. And we'll we'll have to do the same in Melbourne as well because... um... We love to travel down to Melbourne as well. We can't just let you travel all the time. Uh, but no, that's awesome. And uh, have you recovered? Are you feeling good? Are you ex- how how was the costume? How did your props and your um, cosplays go? They, they hold up. Yeah, they did. So they half held up. So I did Moon Knight on Saturday, which was kind of like my own version of Moon Knight. It was kind of like a dress all cut up and everything. I was still making it actually up until midnight the night before on the Friday before Comic-Con. So it did fall apart a little bit, but you know what? I think it added to the effect. It's supposed to be all kind of beaten and worn up. So I, it wasn't too noticeable, which was okay. Oh, that's good. I'm glad that it went well for you. That is, that's great. And uh, Fizzman, how have you, how are you, buddy? Are you recovered? You were working (laughs) over the weekend as well. I'm stressed. (laughs) Why is that? Uh, it's just been a bit. It's been an already busy week, already with work and all that stuff. But um, also, Comic Con was really fun. I did a trivia on Saturday, and then I hosted a panel with the rest of my Beauty and Geek cast on Sunday, and that was really good. We had a really big turnout, so I I was very excited about that. Fantastic! And oh, uh, and I'm also what... spinning a wheel to try and win a short story candle. Oh, what's Which what's Tay that for? Know, Tay knows that. I was going to bring them actually to show as my show and tell. I was going to show them what what you got me, but 
Fizzman, I'm sorry, he tried a few times uh, winning some gifts that he didn't win the one he wanted, but he so graciously decided to gift to me because they were some Ahsoka pins and some other Star Wars uh, car air fresheners. So I was very happy. It was a good day. Thank you, Fizzman. Aren't you the gentleman, Fizzman? That's awesome. <laughs> He's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Good on you, Fizz. That's great. Uh, and uh, oh, thank you for asking, Fizz. Yes, my uh, weekend was great <laughs> as well. Thank you so much. <laughs> I know I'm you said sorry. that you're stressed, but that's okay. So I wasn't at Comic Con over the weekend because I travelled down to Canberra. Um, my partner is part of an Abbott tribute show, and they asked me if I could film it for them so they can get some promo content for that. And then while in Canberra, we visit Floria, uh, which is this beautiful um, floral. Uh, display did you become in Canberra. A DJ? Yeah, there was this really cool thing. It's funny. Everyone was like, "Oh, did TikTok send you down there?" And I was like, "No, what made you say that?" But I was wearing a TikTok shirt. That was only because that's the shirt that I had on. And yeah, anyway, so the plants when you touch them, they made sounds. They were obviously hooked up to some like synthesizer and some soundboard, and it was really really cool. Uh, and then we got back, and this week's been pretty hectic. Um, but on Tuesday night, uh, Natasha and I were very lucky to go attend. Uh, I guess it was like a launch party for um, the the Disney at Sea or the Magic at Sea uh, event, which the Disney Cruise Line tickets, I believe, went on sale today. Sold so, uh, what they sold out already? They sold out. No. I know people that waited in like the online queue for like three, four hours and the site crashed. And I, yeah, yeah they, they put up a they put up a message, didn't they, on their Instagram story that yeah. the site the site was crashed. Was that anything to do with because I I think there's a hurricane happening at the moment in America. I'm I am not up to date on the news hundred percent lately. Florida. But um is it Florida, Florida, is it? And I heard that yeah. they've had some technical issues as well. There you go. So uh, if you did manage to get uh, tickets and accommodation on um, the Disney Cruises, congratulations. And, uh, and let us know how many days you're going for. What are, you, what, are you, what are you excited for? But we better leave it there because we have a jammed, packed, trending topics conversation that we're going to be starting very, very soon. Uh, anybody want to add anything else to their, to their weekly wrap-up before we move on? I went to my first horror movie premiere. Oh, how was that? How was that? How did you go? Uh, the the premiere was really good. The movie, uh, I mean, watching it from like the corner of my jacket with like most of the jacket covering my face um, was a pretty good experience. Did you take my advice and did you wear brown pants, Fizzman? I wore jeans. <laughs> oh, good. Brown jeans or? <laughs> no, blue jeans. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. Okay. And I saw the video no, that I you did, uploaded as I well. Did not, I did not crap my pants at all. Okay. <laughs> well I, done, Fizzman. It's like get. I got ten minutes into the film, and I'm like, "Can I walk out?" It's like, no. I braved it through. I I did whatever it is. So smile, awesome. which is which is what I saw is out today. It's exclusively in cinemas. So go watch it. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, let's kick it over to a a, a segment. Wow, that, this is going to be a great show, guys. A segment that let's we kick call. Kick it over to a segment Jaden absolutely loves called trending topics. Now, uh, this is pretty exciting, guys. We got a little bit of a teaser of some uh, Deadpool 3 news. And um, Fizzman, 
Tell me, when you saw this video, I actually thought this was like a aviation gin because that's his that's his signature gin brand, right? And I was like, oh yeah, it's just another sort of like ad for that. But um, yeah, I I didn't take any notice of it. I just went by. I'm like, yeah, I know you do the gin stuff, buddy. I just moved on. And um, we saw Hugh Jackman in the background. I better just fast forward this thing because oh, too far. Too much. Yeah. Oh, we missed him. If you blink, you'll miss him. And um, and it's funny. At first, I'm like, I'm like, he he wasn't there. That's that's clearly like somebody filling in. But then we saw another video drop yesterday as well, where he's actually sitting next to Hugh Jackman, and we got confirmation that Wolverine is definitely returning, uh, in Deadpool three. So, when we heard this news, Tay, tell me, and Fizz, you can tell me as well. Were you like, wait, but Logan happened, and how does this make sense? So, Fizz, tell me, did you already understand how this was going to play out, or were uh, you questioning as well? No, I wasn't necessarily questioning it. Um, I was like, oh, cool, it's probably just a variant. But then when they actually explained that the timeline of when Deadpool 3 is happening in the second uh-huh. video that they released... Um, it makes sense of like, no, they're not touching Logan. They're just going base. It's in a different timeline or such. Tay, how about yourself? Just really quickly on this one. Are you excited? Oh, absolutely. Uh, like yourself, I thought it was some sort of other little advert for his own um, business, but obviously I like watched it a bit further and I still thought that they were tricking us. Of course, like, you know, I just, I couldn't trust them when I first heard it. I was like, no, they're, they're pulling our leg, but I'm obviously very excited. Uh, like this man said, it's going to be like a different timeline. Logan's supposed to be in like 2029 or something like that. So, yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna say a rough guess there. It's 2029. So, I think obviously Deadpool three is going to be a little bit before that. But yeah, I'm really excited because obviously Hugh Jackman said that he was done with the role and now he's just coming back, which I'm happy about for sure. I guess Hugh Jackman said he was done with the role before Deadpool was officially part of the MCU, right? And I think that when that happened and there's an opportunity for him to, you know, collaborate with his best friend, um, why not? We're in, I want to see some different stuff. Uh, Bring it on. Tao chimes in here and says he's so hyped to see the dream duo come to life. And I couldn't agree even more. And uh, just also chiming in, we got Abdallah says, hey all, and he is so excited to see Deadpool 3. All right, Fizz, you have some, uh, oh, oh, I need to come up with a, a, a video vignette for this because it feels like every week there is something new with the Hogwarts <laughs> legacy. Fizzman, tell us what is happening in the world of Harry Potter. Let's go. Well, uh, the creators of Hogwarts Legacy are teasing an unauthorized guide to Hogwarts, which essentially is a way that, uh, or it's called the unauthorized guide to Hogwarts, it essentially breaks down all different secrets in the castle that you can do. So they've been dropping videos left, right, and center on their Instagram. There isn't any sound as there is with Hogwarts Legacy videos unless it's a trailer. But um, if you go to the second video, which is this one, yeah, uh, it actually goes through like gameplay of like different secrets you can unlock within like different classrooms and different areas of Hogwarts itself. So it isn't. They're saying not to just don't just explore the outside of Hogwarts, but also the inside of it. There are plenty of secrets in all the different rooms. Yeah, that wow. This it is. Isn't it great? Like I'm really getting excited for this game and um 
I mean, Fizz, we talk about it all the time. It's like they could do this, they could do that, but it's best that they don't drop it all on day one. They need to save it because for this game to be, you know, have that long time jeopardy of like wanting to play it consistently, unless you're Captain Fizz, man, you're just going to be playing it 24-7, <laughs> right? Um, they need to keep it fresh, right? And I think they're going the right way around it and about it. And um, I'm excited to see... I'm, I'm excited to see more, play more. It's a shame that PAX doesn't look like they're going to be getting any hands-on, um, unless you know something, Fizzman, but I, I know you I don't know anything, but... I know I just, we asked the question last week, and yeah, I don't think it's happening. Regardless of what's happening, maybe they're like, oh, surprise for everyone, it's actually going to be that, but we couldn't announce it, and it's like... Okay. <laughs> that is fine. But something that is announced and confirmed, and I'm actually really, really excited about this. Uh, and Tay, I've got to ask you this question. I know you love your Star Wars, but do you dabble with Lego Star Wars at all? Like, do you collect them? Do you do you build them? Do you display them? Because the Razor Crest, the ship from The Mandalorian, uh, is looking like it's becoming an ultimate collecting series. So this is like... This isn't like the one that you can get from, I guess, like you came out or your big W. This is like the grown-ups version of the Lego. So um, this is, yeah, the ultimate collector series. The Razor Crest is coming out. Um, Tay, are you, uh, do you collect Lego? Like I said before, are you excited for this? Absolutely. So I do. I keep, so Star Wars is pretty much the only uh, Lego series that I collect. Um, ah. we got something coming up next that we'll talk about, which is going to cancel out what I just said. <laughs> but <laughs> you'll know what I mean in a moment. Um, but no, I do collect a lot of the Star Wars Lego. That was actually going to be one of the things I was going to do, a little show and tell, but we'll definitely do that in the future. Um, these ones, when it's the, uh, kind of like you said, it's like, you know, the grown-ups version. When it has this little uh, sign with it, that's one of like their deluxe kind of, uh, box sets, yes. uh, which those are the ones that I do collect the most uh, because there are obviously so many of like the little minifigures and mm -hmm. etc. I kind of stick to the bigger stuff, so the larger ships like the Millennium Falcon mm -hmm. or Boba Fett's ship, um, things like that. Those are the ones I collect, and the little uh, the busts, the little heads, the helmets. Ah, uh, uh, yes. So this one will definitely be uh, on my pre-order list uh, for sure. Yeah. How many of these do you own? Because I own... Have I built any of them? No, I haven't. It's only because of space-wise, right? But I do own the Millennium Falcon. Uh, I also own the, um, the Boba Fett, the Slave One. Um, oh, my goodness. What's the other ones that I own? I'm, I'm trying to think of this. Um, oh, the Y-Wing. Um, I don't own the TIE, the TIE Fighter or I think they did a... Um, uh, oh my goodness, an X-wing. I don't. I don't think I own that one. But they're all in their boxes still. Hopefully, eventually, I can get them out and display them. But I, I think this ship is really, really cool. I love the Mandalorian series, and I wouldn't be. I, I, besides space, I can't see why I won't be purchasing this one. Hopefully, Natasha's not listening to this in the other room next door. <laughs> <laughs> but Tay, you alluded to something else in terms of the Lego uh, scene. Tell me what what's happening. So one of my other loves, other than Star Wars, is Lord of the Rings, of course. And we've been having some rumours that LEGO will be returning with some Lord of the Rings sets uh, in 2023. Uh, now, like I said, there's not a whole lot of information at the moment. Um, when they did previously release some LEGO sets, uh, which was in 2012 and 2013, uh, when the 
first two Hobbit movies came out. That's when they released them. At the moment, like the only uh, information that I can find is that the ones confirmed are actually the uh, brickheads. So the really large kind of um, oh. the small uh, brickheads. So those are the only ones that are actually confirmed at the moment. Um, and they've said that it's going to be the Frodo and Gollum most likely and Balrog and Gandalf, which we haven't had the Balrog uh, Lord of the Rings uh, Lego set um, before. So yeah, that's wow. going to be their new character. I think they've had it in like a little mini thing before, but this will be like its first um, Balrog, like its own brickhead. Uh, but yeah, so you- I'm hoping that they're going to release more, but at the moment, those are the only ones that they've actually released any info on. Yeah, right. Okay. So this is more of um, a physical Lego release instead of a, a game because for some reason yeah. I – did you, is it, no, is it that, I, I thought it was the game as well. That's why I put that that particular specific but, video because I'm like – To be honest, while doing my research, my, my prep work for tonight, I also thought that it was going to be the PlayStation game or like, you know, the, the online game. Yeah. But when I started doing it, they actually haven't released any – info regarding a game um but i'm assuming usually when they bring out like all these new sets and especially we've got rings of power that have just mm-hmm. come out and i believe it's late 2023 or early 2024 we're getting an animated uh, lord of the rings series oh wow uh, so i think now that we're getting these few things that are coming out i think they're going to start slowly bringing out uh, lord of the rings sets again um and then maybe once they're out they might redo the game like they did with the uh, Star Wars saga. Yeah, the Skywalker saga. I mean, it makes sense. Like we, I don't know when the last time I played a um, a, uh, Lord of the Rings Lego game. Uh, And then also I know that they had the Hobbit games as well in the Lego series. So we haven't seen them combine it together. And like you said, the Rings of Power as well. Um, They could combine that into the story as well. Why not? Uh, Fizzman. Is this something that you're excited about? I know you love your Lego, uh, but Lord of the Rings Lego, do you own it? Uh, I don't have any Lord of the Rings sets, but um, I am. If they do release a video game, I will be definitely playing it because I find that um, it's a good way to kind of catch up on everything you might have missed in the films. If Dion was here, it would have been absolutely perfect for him. That's a great shout. That is a good shout. It does play yeah it really does delve into it and then you learn the for me you learn the characters names properly do you know what i mean like and then you're like oh that's that's i didn't realize they had a name i thought they were just you know civilian number five like yeah so um nah you're, you're absolutely right that's that's a great shout something that you really wanted to put in last week's trending topics and i was like no fizz because we have a big like we got to recap all the gaming news and you're just like but this is massive it's breaking news and i know this is a week off but um tell me and tell me why is this so exciting because i i'm just like yeah okay it's just a it's just an announcement right so this is literally the news that broke the internet specifically the musical theater sect of the internet uh, John M. Chu, the director of the Wicked movie, which everyone has been so anticipating for such a long time. Like, we didn't know about casting. When it was announced, we were like, oh, it's Idina Menzel reprising their roles uh, as Elphaba and Kristen Chenoweth reprising their roles as Linda. Um, so we got a we got information that uh, Ariana Grande and Cynthia Erivo are playing uh, Elphaba and Glinda. But this is not the news I'm talking about. I'm talking about Jonathan Bailey, 
aka Anthony Bridgerton from the Bridgerton Netflix series, will be playing Fierro, who is a massive, like a major player in the whole Wicked universe. So I I absolutely love Anthony uh, uh, Jonathan Bailey. Um, You're reading your name. (laughs) Exactly. Um, I absolutely love Jonathan Bailey. Like I've seen him in a few works like uh, Chewing Gum, which was on Netflix, um, and then most recently Bridgerton. And he is so talented to the fact, and so the fact that he's taking on Fierro and Wicked is just so exciting. And like I said, the internet basically just broke. They lost their minds. That's... I, I, I Look, I can imagine, uh, just really quickly, Abdullah's chiming in in regards to The Lord of the Rings. He played uh, The Two Towers and Return of the King on PlayStation 2. So that was probably the last time I played a Lord of the Rings Lego game was on the PlayStation 2 as well. Uh, Tay, so you agree with Fizzman that this is pretty exciting stuff, oh, yeah? Oh, yes. I, I'm, a, I'm a big theatre kid. Uh, so ah. I definitely, seeing Jonathan Bailey's name come up, when, like uh, Fizzman was saying before, I actually didn't, believe it when they said that they were finally doing this wicked movie i was like mm, nah it's still going to be a rumor they're not going to confirm it they're just gonna they're just gonna trick us but as soon as i started seeing actual news for the cast then i could believe it a little bit more and it is very very exciting wicked's been out is man i'm i don't know how long i'm sure you have a number <laughs> but wicked it's been a very one of the long not the longest but obviously like you know such a, a long running, running yeah. show um, that's still, you know, it's still up there. Um, like it's still nearly shows on it'll Broadway. be twenty years next year. Wow, is go. that long, really? And just yeah. in first case people, performance, are... first performance was October thirtieth, twenty two thousand three, when it premiered on Broadway. Okay, and just in case some people listening not sure what Wicked is, Wicked is a, a Broadway musical, and it's basically like the the it's, origins. It's, it's, telling, it's telling the story of. The Wicked Witch of the West and uh, the Good Witch uh, Glinda, or from Glinda, from, uh, from the Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz, yeah. Yes. So it tells of how they grew up and everything. And so there have been many different media takes on it. Like Once Upon a Time did a bit of a take on it as well. Uh, not Wicked, but like the whole Wizard of, Wizard of Oz story and the upbringing of the Wicked Witch of the West and all that. But Wicked tells of how they came to be, how they came to be enemies at the time and i believe they've officially announced that this isn't just going to be one movie it's going to be a two-parter and i believe the first movie is apparently meant to finish on the classic and the uh very world-renowned song uh defying gravity is that right you said the word and i got goosebumps wow that's really cool and the reason why i've got john (laughs) m chu on the screen uh when i was in new york uh for in the heights i was very lucky enough to have breakfast with uh john m chu the director um he directed all the step up movie series um in the heights as well and he's working currently on uh wicked so that was a very interesting uh breakfast that i had in new york with him we had pancakes and and bacon what a combination uh tay let's throw it over now because you were reporting on this uh a couple of weeks ago we're talking about the netflix wednesday release date has been announced and it looks like it's we don't have to wait much longer for to see this no so we a lot of fans were speculating that we were going to see in october most likely around halloween although i think that was just more what we hoped for 
but it seems that we are getting Wednesday, uh, which is coming on Netflix, uh, November 23rd. So about a month after Halloween, but I just, just the same, it's going to be amazing. I kind of like to draw out Halloween for a whole month. Uh, so I'm more than okay with still getting this kind of stuff out well and truly after Halloween. Um, we've gotten a more full-length trailer this time, and I, I'm i just very excited. I, I've been really looking forward to this one. I've tried not to, like, hype myself up too much because it's kind of been a while since I first heard about it. For mm-hmm. so now, I, it's just been way like a, a long wait. So I've been trying not to get too excited, but now I feel like it's almost here. And now I'm like getting real, I'm getting nervous almost. So that it's not around Halloween time. It's the month, uh, nearly a month later, is it? Yeah. I wonder what else is coming out on Netflix around that time for them to delay it till that time. It's interest interesting choice. I mean, when I think of Adam's Family, I don't really just look at it as it's purely Halloween because it's not really, it's not a Halloween show. It's just they're, they're just, I guess creepy and kooky all year round it, it's not uh, seasonal um fizzman you're excited for wednesday i am very excited when i just saw that clip of wednesday adam talking to uh i think it's the hand or the thing the thing. thing that's uh, it i am excited i am very excited for jenna ortega to take on wednesday adams because we had christina ricci who played mm-hmm. her so well and now just seeing um jenna ortega take on that place and um, Christina Ricci, she is narrating the show. Is that right? Did we establish that last time we spoke about this? Or am I completely off in, in regards to... No, we, we didn't talk about this. That They've still kind of kept it a little bit secret, so she may be narrating it. But okay. I, I think we're also going to see some flashbacks. So I, or, uh, sorry. Like forward jumps. In the future, yes. The, yep. the opposite of flashbacks. We're going to see flash <laughs> forwards. Um, and I'm thinking that uh, our Jenna Ortega Wednesday will be seeing herself in the future and they'll bring Christina Ritchie in then to to make those kind of things. Right, um, the connection. Yeah, because we know that uh, Wednesday has some psychic abilities. So I reckon we'll, we'll dive a bit more into that side of her um, because obviously she's coming from a child growing into adulthood. So I think that's when she starts figuring more out about what she can do really. Yeah, wow. I'm, look, I'm excited for this. I think the cast is sensational, and I just love the ever-growing universe of the Adams Family. I mean, we've got the animated movies that are currently in circulation. I think they're up to their second one now. Um, 100% recommend the original uh, Adams Family movies. Adams Family and Adams Family values are exceptional 90s movies, so definitely watch that. Something else that I'm really excited about, and this is our last bit of trending news or trending topics, Binge is the new home of the WWE. And uh, and I noticed that there there isn't any... Um, isn't any there was no trailer. There was, there was literally no trailer for it. There is no trailer, but you know what? I'll make my own trailer right now. Hey, man, <laughs> I'm, I'm coming to Binge. And I'm the world heavyweight champion. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys are listening to this, I was just playing with my action figures, basically. Um, yeah. So, Binge. Now, this is this is big news. Because to watch, like, WrestleMania, the Royal Rumble, um, you would have to purchase and stream it all on the WWE Network. Prior to that, there's this thing called pay-per-view. This is before streaming service, where if you wanted to watch a really big boxing match, uh, some sort of sporting event, you would have to pay, like... 
40 or even $50 just to watch this marquee match if you can't attend it live. So they turned that into a, a streaming service, WWE Network, uh, where it was like $10 a month and you got every single pay-per-view, including WrestleMania, which is normally like $50. Um, but now it looks like they're getting rid of the WWE Network, which I know they've already done in the States. And they, it's you can watch all WWE content on Peacock, which is the NBC streaming service. Uh, but now... In Australia, Binge has the the licensing for it. So next year, uh, in January 2023, Binge is a new home of WWE. So you can see all the WrestleManias, all the Royal Rumbles, and I'm hoping Monday Night Raw and uh, and SmackDown as well is all part of that as well. And it's just the price of your subscription to Binge. So that's pretty exciting. And Binge is becoming a real big powerhouse uh, lately. They've got uh, House of the Dragon. They're killing it with that. They're going to have WWE, and it looks like they're going to have a lot more content in regards to the um, WB products as well. Fizz, if there was something that's happening overseas that hasn't hit Australia yet that you would love to see, I mean... I have an idea of what you're going to say in regards to Harry Potter, but what would it be that you hope that binge would adopt and do and, and broadcast? Uh, I would love them to produce their own version of the Hogwarts tournament of houses. How did I knew, I knew you were going to say that. How did I know that? Look, because Cartoon Network did produce it, um, but it was only US based and you could only play if you're a US, re- US resident. So if, Binge did their own thing, or if they partnered up with them and brought it to international, then hell yeah. Tay, how about yourself? Is there something that you wish? And it doesn't have to necessarily be on Binge. It could just be on any streaming service. But it looks like gone are the days where Australia is going to be missing out on exclusive content because we don't have HBO Max or something like that, right? Is there something that you would hope to see in Australia to stream? Off the top of my head, I can't think of much. I'm very much person that I'll just, I just take whatever comes out at the time I'm usually pretty happy about um but I can't say that I've got anything that I'm really hoping comes out I'm sure I'm sure there's a few things out there but not off the top of my head you know what we're so spoilt for content it's like I don't I don't really ha- like I would love to watch this thing but I don't have time to watch this like I've got everything on Disney plus everything on binge everything on Netflix as well um there's this new series on Stan that's just came out. It's called Bali uh, 2002, which is like about the, the the incident that happened in Bali 20 years ago. So I'm excited to watch that. Like there is just so much out there and not enough time. And we're here doing a podcast as well. Hey, Fizzman, we didn't we didn't have enough time, did we? No. <laughs> it's so hard, but we enjoy bringing the news and getting together and geeking out with everybody. So let us know in the comments. Uh, we want to know. We want. I want to know. So let us know in the comments. Uh, what are you excited to see? Are you excited for the WWE to come on binge? Is this something that you want to see on Netflix come across? Uh, I think Netflix are doing a live action. So live action. A a real um, Squid Games, but obviously there's no killing. So I wonder if they're going to bring stuff yeah, like that over to they're Australia. Bringing, they're bringing a live action Squid Game to it, and I think they'll bring it to Australia. But uh, speaking of Netflix, then something I will touch upon really quick, and I will. Yep. Touch more upon it next week. Uh, they released a full Avatar The Last Airbender live action series. Oh, casting, yes. Yes. And I'm so excited. Uh, most recently, they confirmed that uh, Josh Takei, we're playing mm-hmm. Koff, um, 
from there. But then some other people, Arden Cho will be playing June. Uh, Daniel Day Kim will be playing Lord Ozai. Uh, poor Sung Hyung Lee is playing Iroh. Just like a whole bunch of... The, the casting for this is so... It feels very authentic to the time period in which... Unlike the time that they actually train uh, these characters. Yeah, and it's nice to see that they're using... Um, like, it's not just, like, popular actors or just, you know, Caucasian uh, actors. They're actually trying to be authentic to, like, the tone of the story as well. So they're casting, like, a lot of, like... Um, Asian American actors, which is great to see, and just some like straight up, just like Asian actors, which is really, really cool. So I'm excited to see this. I love Avatar The Last Airbender. I think it's a fantastic Nickelodeon series, um, not just for kids. It was well, definitely not for kids. Not that it's crude or violent in any way. It's just a fantastic story. And I've always wanted, I'm like, why didn't they do this in live action form? And we're finally going to see um, that come and happen. All right, I think that's it for trending topics. Yes. Uh, so we're going to take a really quick break before we come back and talk all things toys and props and and collectibles. But before that, Fizzman, who are we going to throw to? We are throwing to uh, a new member of the team. His name is Captain Fizzman. Uh, he is my variant, a.k.a. our trivia host, a.k.a. me in the past recording trivia. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Captain Fizzman 24 hours ago, or less than 24 hours ago. Oh, Tay's ready. She's got, all right, here we go. I actually don't know. I haven't looked at these. Uh, yeah, it's within 24 hours because I, I, did, I didn't record this till like 9 p.m. yet last night. Oh, wow. All right, I'm excited. I actually don't know any of these because I didn't film this. So I'm excited. Here we go. Let's throw it over to the variant of Captain Fizzman. Geekazoid. What's up, everyone? It is Captain Fizzman's Variant here, and I'm here to deliver you this week's trivia questions all about toys. Okay, question one. Are you ready? What is the oldest Funko Pop product ever made? Once again, what is the oldest Funko Pop product ever made? Okay, question two. What is... The best-selling toy of all time. Once again, what is the best-selling toy of all time? And then finally, our final question. The first historical mention of the yo-yo comes from which country? Once again, the first historical mention of the yo-yo comes from which country? Make sure to leave your answers in the comments down below, interact with the video, and I'll see you guys very soon for the answers. Oh, Tay, how did you go with that? I think yeah. I've got two of them. One of them, I'm like, oh, wow. I actually am not sure. The last one is, um, can I have a guess? Or can, can I guess? guess? I actually really don't know. I'm I'm actually going to guess two countries, right? Um, I'm going to say, is it like Japan or China? Oh, okay. That's one of my guesses as well. I have China or Greece as my guess. Oh, okay. I was also thinking like like even Native American because I'm trying to think of like back when and they're trying to entertain themselves. Like maybe they could have got like some string and I don't know. I was, like, I'm not sure. But 
based off what Fizzman's reaction, it, it could be one of the those those two first ones. He's got a great poker face. Good on you, Fizz. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so if you guys know any of the answers, let us know in the comments. Let us know. Uh, the oldest pop figure, oh, sorry, not pop figure, the oldest Funko. Funko pop product. Funko, Funko product, or is it, is it? Funko pop product. Funko pop product. Uh, the second one was the oldest, oh no, the most high selling toy. Okay, I'm really butchering this. This is why Captain Fireman does all these uh, trivia questions. <laughs> and then, what what is the origin of the country what of is the, the, the? Where 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 does the first historic? Which country does the first historical mention of the yo-yo come from? This is why Fizzman does them. So let us know in the comments below. We want to hear. Let us know now. And if you are listening to this on the commute to work or to school or wherever you are, have a guess. Maybe ask the person next to you if they know the answer. And then just just so you know it before Captain Fizzman reveals it. Okay. As you know from the name of this uh, podcast, of this stream, this is called Toys, Props, Collectibles. And uh, this is something that, as you can see... I'm no stranger, and I love wasting money, apparently. Uh, but uh, we're going to be throwing it over to Tay. Uh, no, we're going to actually be throwing it over to Fizzman. Sorry, I've got, I've got it written down here. I had to. Uh, I just had to really qu- re- quickly read the, the show notes. But Fizzman, you're going to help me out, brother. I know that you collect a lot of stuff, yeah. but we just want to know maybe a couple of things that you maybe at Comic-Con or at like a garage sale or something like that, that you are going for, looking for. Maybe there's a collection that you're trying to complete uh, or maybe it's just a, a, a particular franchise, Harry Potter, that you love, that you try <laughs> and, and collect. So, um, yeah, what is it? What 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 do you love collecting? Okay. Uh, so, um, I love collecting many things. Uh, ones being one of them. I have about 12 ones. Uh, more on the way uh, oh. but yeah 12 different harry potter ones uh some of them are custom made other other others are characters um so exciting actually tay you held uh one of my custom ones uh yesterday uh, last week at comic-con um which is very exciting uh but so something... wait when you when you say custom ones like let us up i i have i have props so does that mean like you design it and they customize it for you or do you so pick like a color will, scheme how does that work so this for example is a one made by a creator in the u.s in the states and it's very has a bit of a like a steampunk uh it does ele- element to it with like the uh patterning and everything and the key at the back at the top of it but this is also another favorite of mine uh and it was also another steampunk one but it's more a traditional one and everything uh so yeah it's like really designed intricately designed and like there are one that makers that are out there um and it's very exciting how do you display your ones is there a way that you display them currently or is it like currently what... they're still in the boxes <laughs> i was gonna say because like say like with lego like i own a lot of lego but they're not displayed they're still in boxes so eventually i'd love to display them so um I've seen... i'll be getting wand holders <laughs> I was going to say, because I've actually seen some displays, say, like on TikTok or just even when I just like going on Pinterest and I see how people display their collections. And it's really impressive. And some of the ones, how they display them are really, really cool. Is ones just the only thing you collect or is there something no, else you collect? No, so um, we said Harry Potter, obviously. <laughs> um, I have made it my mission to try and collect all the Harry Potter games on every different platform. 
and every different console. I remember when we were looking at like GameCube games. Actually, no, you've got a you've got a Nintendo Wii. Wii. Got to see of you. Uh, yes, that's right. And uh, and you really wanted to play all the Harry Potter games and um and stream them. And you yes yes and I the, did it on PC. Or, I've, I've oh yes, I've I've got them all on PC. Awesome. I just need to get them on uh, Nintendo Wii uh, and the GameCube. And well, with the Nintendo Wii, the one you gave me, I can actually play GameCube games. That's right on the Wii. So I just need to collect them. The, but the GameCube games, yeah. The GameCube, the Philosopher's Stone version of the GameCube game, that is like one of the rarest and hardest, valuable. Um, Freaking eight hundred dollars on eBay. <laughs> yes. Taylor, is that insane? Like the the value of games, and this is this is where like we're talking about toys and props and collectibles and all that sort of stuff. Yes, we do it for fun, but but for some of us, it's a it's a it's a big investment, and and some people collect, hold on to it, and then like the Harry Potter, um, uh, Philosopher's Stone. Years later, these things can shoot up in value. It's incredible. Let me get a uh, full screen of that Fizz Man. So, what are we looking at there? You've got him on the so, PS3. Okay. So, Half Blood Prince on the PS3. Yep. Half Blood Prince on Nintendo Wii. Oh. Harry Potter and Chamber of Secrets on GameCube. Nice, nice. Order of the Phoenix on Nintendo Wii. Prisoner of Azkaban on the GameCube. And uh, Deathly Hallows Part 1 and 2 on PlayStation 3. Oh, fantastic. So what are you missing? In, b- besides um, uh, Philosopher's Stone, is there any that you're missing from that that, that was released? Uh, Goblet of Fire. Um, and, uh, yeah, and Philosopher's Stone are the main ones. W- what about the Lego, the Harry Potter Legos? Is, does that Oh, I've got, I've got Lego on Nintendo Switch. There you go. Good on you. Good on you. I just didn't bring it with me, but yes, I do have the I do have the Lego games on Nintendo Switch. But say if you find if you found something, say in the in the <clears> Harry Potter world, that was like pops. Like, do you own a couple of pops? Do you own a couple of like? I know you've got the cosplay. I have. And... I have five boxes of pop Funko Pop pops. I wish we had the footage of you um, in Beauty and the Geek when you rocked up to your uh, apartment and you had to. Bring all your Harry Potter stuff with you. That was hilarious, and I was just like, "Yeah, that's that's Fizzman." Like the amount of stuff that you win at trivia nights. Like you mm-hmm. must own every single bit of Harry Potter merchandise, if not a backpack, a wand, a hat, a drink <laughs> bottle, pops, <laughs> advent calendars, Lego, like anything Harry Potter, right? Pretty much. Damn, man, that's that's He's insane. Got it all. He's got it all. Tay, you've got you've got a couple of wands yourself. I've got one wand. I've got Dumbledore's wand. That's, That's the one right. I got from Universal. That's um, right. But yeah, no, just the one wand actually. I did want to get one of the interactive ones, but Australia. <laughs> we missed out anyone, on all the good if, stuff. If anyone can make it happen, it's definitely Captain Fizz Man for sure. I'm sure he can go. He can. He could be the importer, importer exporter. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, He's the go-to man. He is I the mean, go-to I will man. Be, I will be reporting on ones next week. Because we'll have one final release for them. Oh, really? Yep. Little, little spoiler there for Fizz, man. Uh, Tao chimes in and says he loves collecting graphic novels, pops, and mostly pops. <laughs> Lol. Uh, I went through a pop stage a, a, a while there, and I was just collecting so many pops. And now I've reached like the point where it's like, i got to stop collecting pops. 
got to think about how I'm going to display these guys. So I've just been selling a lot of them on this on the secondary market, whether it's eBay or um, Facebook Marketplace. And then I've also been deciding whether or not I should the ones that I want to keep. Do I keep them in box or do I open them up and actually like display them properly? Because like I think they're like the artwork and I'm- all that is great, but they just this looks better on my shelf. Do you know what I mean? Like it just. I don't know. What do you what do you, what are your thoughts on that, Tay? I'm an out of the box display person, um, which there's a great divide on the internet. So most people, it's either people keep them in their boxes no matter what they are, and then for me, the only ones that I keep in their boxes are my chase versions or one of my grails that I yes. know that I can't get again or it took me a long time to get to get um, some of like my Comic Con exclusive pops. Yes, they'll stay yes. in the box. Uh, but yeah, mostly chases. Um, but yeah, I like to display mine out of the box. I just think that they makes it just makes it look cooler. And like, there's a few that I've got that join together. Like I've got the Avengers um, oh, group one. The, that's the dioramas, yeah. and they connect together, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I've got in front of me here. Actually, I've got my Bounty Hunter collection, and they oh. all join up together. Um, that's cool. Yeah. I would have got that Avengers uh, assemble one. So they're all back to back and they've got the big A on the, it's like a yep. cement that's all like damaged. Yes, it's that iconic scene where you spin around them and you see them all yeah. like assembled for the first time, I guess. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Aren't they really came the shawarma one soon? Yes, they have been. Yeah, those have been out for quite a while. Those ones are pretty popular. I mean, I think there might still be one or two that haven't come out. Um, but I remember back when I worked at EB Games, we had those those shawarma pops, and I wanted to get those, but I knew that the Avengers Assemble scene existed, so nice. I had to make my choice. I had to yeah. kind of compromise and be like, I can only choose one. So I went with the Avengers Assemble, which was kind of hard to get all of them. The Black yeah, Widow right. pop took me like three months before I could. Wow. Get one. Yeah. Do you enjoy the hunt? Like, what do you, what do you enjoy more? Looking for it trying to find it randomly finding it um or just if would you just go on ebay and go yeah yep i can collect it all and i have it all and i'm I'm displaying it like this or the last question is is it the price point knowing something like oh I'm, it's normally 60 dollars, but i managed to get it for 20 dollars. yes like this is this is it defines like what's what do you appreciate more in terms of the hunt of a, a collectible it's kind of hard i feel like all of the above in some you know, in one way or another. I do love if there's a pop that I know is going to be exclusive or it's going to be a hard-to-find item, I do kind of – it does kind of feel a little bit good when you're sitting there or, like, you're in a line or you know when something's about to go live and that it's going to sell out really quickly. And when I jump on and if I secure one, it does give me that, like, adrenaline hit. I'm like, yeah, Yeah. like, you know, that's good because I know that I can't get it again. But I yes. have had to to kind of take a step back, and now I've only I'm only getting ones of like my favorite kind of franchises. Okay. Um. So there's like you know my main ones like Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. Um. I'll collect some more like Game of Thrones or um, House of the Dragon pops when they are released, but they haven't released any news on that yet. So that's one thing that I will definitely mm. talk about when it comes because I'm very excited for them, and I'm surprised they haven't already. Uh, Funko Pop are usually pretty quick to get, um, you know, pre-ordered. On top of it. Or, yeah. yeah, like when there's a new show, they usually, you know, right off the bat, they're there. But we haven't had anything for House of the Dragon yet. I'm sure we no. will do. 
we've heard a couple, not nothing for House of the Dragon, but when you're saying Luke Pops, like Pops and Legos are notorious for spoilers in terms of movies and and revealing some key scenes. Black Panther will come to forever. What do you mean? Net- There's literally a House of Rain pop vinyl bundle set on pop culture for House of the Dragon. My House of the Dragon. Really? What? Yes. I looked at this three days ago. What? As in in stock or pre-order? In stock. Oh wow! Really? The only time I've seen it is the set of seven. the actress that plays uh, oh. Alison, the younger Alison. I know that on her TikTok, she was showing that she had a pop of her, um, but that was the only one that I've actually seen. And then you have Damon uh, Damon Targaryen pop vinyl that's available in Zing. Wow. I was looking at this three days ago. How did this? I miss this. Oh, look, like I said before, Tay, it's been a busy couple of weeks in regards to D23, uh, Oz Comic Con, and then like with the gaming stuff as well. But um, there we go. Cool. Got a there you go. There you go. So, um, yeah, it's, that's. I don't know what I'm doing now. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, no, I add all of this to my part. I, I literally got sent a link to an auction website and they have a whole bunch of Harry Potter memorabilia. And I'm just like, so I'm just scrolling through it and then just saying, oh, this could be fun to get. <laughs> Abdullah's chiming in and saying that he uh, has the Kingdom Hearts uh, place, p- the PS, PlayStation collection, I'm assuming that is. Uh, yeah, the games. He has the Kingdom Hearts PlayStation collection and the Kingdom Hearts uh, pop vinyls as well. And he has two Keyblades. And before he was uh, saying that he loves pops, he has the Shazam family pop collection. I think the ones that I'm specializing in is are uh, the, the Nickelodeon uh cartoons i love nickelodeon grew up watching nickelodeon so have all the SpongeBobs and all that sort of stuff uh toy story love toy story and in fact like the reason why i'm questioning whether to open them or not is because my niece is just loves all my stuff and she can't touch the things in the glass and she loves spongebob and she's like can i play with this and it was spongebob and he was the pop and he was in the box and i'm like okay like you're cute so you can play with it so that's why i'm like i actually get joy out of her playing and like wanting to play and learn about the characters so i'm like now i found a new appreciation for like a, a lot of my collection and it's bringing me a different kind of joy if that makes sense uh but while we're on the topic today i know we're going to come back to you after we found out the the um the answers to the trivia questions but we might throw to you straight away now just to give people a little bit more time to come up with their answers uh yeah. i know that tal has chimed in a couple here but uh, i'm going to take that off the screen just so we don't spoil it for anybody else. But Tay, hey, tell us about your collection. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's something to do with what's behind you, right? Yes, I have them all prepared here. So this is going to be really tricky. I think I, I sent three or four different messages to the group chat with the guys about changing what uh, collectibles that I would show off today. Um, I was going to go with my lightsabers, but they need to be charged. And I thought, well, <laughs> I can't show off my lightsabers if they're not working. So I think I'm going to leave that for next time. But I do have another, let me get this ready. I do have another collection here. These are my Star Wars uh, deluxe books. Um, So they're all electronic. Um, These were written by Daniel Wallace. I think it was back in 2016, I'm going to say roughly. It's a bit hard. There was uh, all of these hardback and paper books that were made. Um, and each of them, there was, we've got the Bounty Hunters Code. Uh, we have Book of the Sith, uh, Jedi Path, uh, the Imperial Handbook, uh, Rebel Files, and Smuggler's Guide. So they were all books that were released. And then I think it was 2016, 
they did a release of all of these special uh, deluxe editions. Um, so they all do all do something electronic. So let me get the little key card. So at the back here, so this is uh, the Bounty Hunters code. Uh, so you actually have a little key pass here and you pop that in there. Oh, how cool. And it opens. Some of these are quite old, so they need a little help. Uh, oh, you just opening lost paper. Yeah. Let me go. Uh, okay. So, yeah, so it comes with all of these things. So this one's got an Alliance, Forces, Outer Rim Command, Tatooine Patrol Incident Report. You always need one of those. Yeah. Um, so inside you'll get the book. So this one's obviously the Bounty Hunters Code. Gives you a bunch of, like, background um so this is all about the bounty hunters guild um and then you get like little collectibles in it so there's a couple of like wanted posters in this um some imperial space uh permits um and then it's even got a little dart here um that most uh, mandalorians will have uh, yes i recognize that from um that was in uh, Attack of the Clones, right? Jango Fett, I'm pretty sure, shoots that yeah, and Obi-Wan sure has it on him. Yeah. Yes, and that's how he figures out that as a Mandalorian and where he's located in Kamino. Yeah, how yeah. cool. It's funny, I've seen those books, especially the Sith one and the, the Jedi one, a long, 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 long time ago. There's That's the Sith one, right? You can see, yeah, you can see the dust on them. So I don't, I clearly don't dust how I said I did last time with my collective No, but, <laughs> but it just shows, like, it's a relic. It's This is an it ancient, is. it's an ancient manuscript of the, the Sith. Yeah, Absolutely. they're so These cool. took me to complete this uh, collection because there are six in total. It took me maybe a year to get all of them, and that was with, like, constant searching because once I started, I have to finish it. I really yep. – I feel that. something I can't have a half-completed set. Um, so I had to get all of them. Uh, I think I maybe got two of them that were actually brand new. Uh, I think I got them off eBay or Amazon, and they were still in the packet yeah. um, in the wrapping. But one's like this. So, like, this is the sixth one. Um, probably one of my favourites. Um, so as you can see oh. it there. The book comes out here. Spits it at the front. Yeah, that's there so cool. Go. Um, yeah, this is probably one of my favorite ones. This one was secondhand, so it's a little bit old, but you just really can't get them that easily anymore. No, you, you definitely can't. Get them. But And then this one, we've got a red kyber crystal. And yeah. then we've also got this little compass wayfinder. It's in. It's written in Arabic, so I'm not 100% sure <laughs> what it says. That's so if cool. I had some time, I could actually translate it. But I love the fact that this is something like quite. It's. I don't want to say it's niche, like it's Star Wars, right? But not every Star Wars collector would probably have something like this, right? They'll be going more for the blasters or the pops or whatever it is. But so this is something that is like you don't really hear about this much and it's funny um dimix one time had i don't know if it was the sith one or if it was the jedi one they had it behind the counter and i was like oh my goodness like i've never seen one out in the wild before it was always like an amazon purchase or an ebay purchase and you had to get it like imported overseas so that is so cool and i, I have noticed them before in in the background and i'm just like yeah that's cool but um it is quite a niche sort of like collectible let's say uh and and to have all six as well that's that is um that is an accomplishment that is insane and i think it is something that i do like to show off because exactly like you said it is it's something that not every collector has has in their collection like it's yes 
It is, yeah. For me, I mean, I didn't really know about them. Like I had actually one of the books um, from Dimmicks actually had one of the books that could have been Jedi Path maybe. Yeah. Um, and then I found out when I searched up, because I was like, oh, maybe I'll get the next book. So I searched up the collection. And then when I started, I think it was the Sith one that I found first. And I was like, I have to have that. And then I found out that there's another five of them to collect. So I was like, well, this is what I there do now. Go. This is what I collect. You definitely can't was- resist the temptation of the dark side. It's exactly. <laughs> exactly. Fizzman, you have to say it in the voice. Don't resist the dark side. Yeah. Here is the path to the dark side. Yeah, go take. Sorry, go for it. Go for it. And I was going to say, I won't open all of them. I could sit here. I think I've annoyed so many people. If I've ever had a visitor come over, it's usually my uh, legacy lightsaber collections that I show off. And usually these deluxe books that I'm like, hey, do you guys want to see my books? And I make them sit there and I press all the buttons and I'm like, check this out. And I think it was originally when I saw the books as well. I saw a YouTube video and it was someone opening all of them. And yeah. after I saw that all together, I haven't been able to find someone that has another video. So in my head for like a year or so, I've planned to that I was going to make. <laughs> uh, thanks, Anthony, for commenting there. Uh, oh, it's his variant. That. He's chimed in. <laughs> <laughs> Just really quickly, Tay, um, behind you, I can see your uh, lightsabers on the wall. Yeah. How are you displaying them on the wall? What are you using so for those ones on the wall, I've actually just got broom holders from Bunnings. Yep. Yes. And they just click in. They're, I they're love that. Sturdy. I haven't I love had that. any of them fall. And one of uh, the, the middle Kylo, Kylo Ren yep. one in the middle there, that's a black series. So it's got yes. quite a lot of weight to it. And they're quite heavy. And it's held yeah. up there. I've actually, on the very bottom of it, I've put a little uh, little hook, like a 3M hook. And yep. that's actually holding, like taking off the weight Gives of it, it a, a bit little of help. bit. If you go on to Think Geek, whereas where I try to acquire most of my geekiness, they actually sell the lightsaber uh, wall mounts, and it's mm-hmm. like a mass. I'll have to br- oh, bring it in. I have to bring it in like we're at school, but uh, I have to show you because I actually don't have any here. Um, it's like a holder, and then it's got sort of like that clip, like the broom mm-hmm. clip, and then you've got to sit it in it and then clip it on so it doesn't come off the wall. So I've got a couple of them as well. They're not displayed in here. It'll be the the end garage once I um, kit that out properly. Um, but before we, we – we better hold it there because we're going to be running out of time very soon. I've got to share my collection. But just really quickly, Tao chimes in and says um, he used to enjoy collecting uh, toy cars as well, hot toys and, and matchbox. And uh, also he's lost count of how many pops he owns. He's um, – uh, by my estimate, nearly 200 pops, most likely. My I goodness. actually just went onto my Funko app where you scan them in. Yep. And in my collection, I've got 202, but I know that I haven't scanned all of them in. There's a <gasps> few of the chase versions that are, yep. weren't in the app. Yes. And I've got like a couple of like random ones um, that others buy that, yeah, that are just all kind of sitting here. Um, but yeah, 202 officially in my scanned collection. Oh my goodness, that's insane! Wow. And mine. I think the app is cool for just like just keeping track of what you own. And if you are shopping, you're like, "Well, I haven't seen that before," and you're like, "Oh no, I actually do own that, but I purchased it five, six years ago, and you've just totally forgot because you haven't rotated them in the display." But that's so cool. Happened to me. That's yeah, what happened. That's the reason why I use that app. <laughs> it's happened to me with games as well. I'm like, "Wow, this game!" And then you're just like, "Wow, I just I own that game twice now," and I just. <laughs> 
you know. But anyway, we better throw it over to the trivia answers because I'm I'm keen to figure out what the answer is to the last one. So uh, let's throw it over to Captain Fizzman's variant for the trivia answers. Geekazoid. What's up, everyone? It's Captain Fizzman's variant here with the answers to this week's trivia. Do you think you got them all? We're about to find out. Okay, question one. What is the oldest Funko Pop product ever made? It was Wacky Wobblers Bob's Big Boy Bullhead in 1998. Question two. What is the most popular toy ever made? Or, is, or what is the best selling toy ever made? With over $93 billion in sales, it is video games. And then finally, our final question. The first historical mention of the yo-yo comes from which country? It is Greece. In 400 to 500 BC, yo-yos were made out of wood, metal, or painted terracotta discs. Let us know how you did in the comments below. Also, make sure to follow Gigazoid on all our social media channels. Also, make sure to follow me at Captain Fizzman on all my social media channels. And I'll see you guys next week for a new trivia. I only I got one right. <laughs> what is, which one did you get right, Tay? I got the, well, if, I, if we can count that I said China or Greece, then I got that one right. But I got both the other two wrong. I thought it was the Freddy uh, Funko Pop uh, that was the yeah, first okay. one. I thought that was like the original. But I was wrong. And I thought the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys, I thought they were the longest like selling thing. But Oh, wow. Popular. Not long. Uh... Most popular, not longest. Well, yeah. no, no, I didn't mean longest, but I mean like that was the biggest because they're biggest no, selling. Surprisingly, so I, yeah. I, yeah, it's video games. Video games. Do you know what's funny? I th- so I got the first one. I got the uh, the wacky wobbler because there's a great Netflix series about Funko. I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. Um, and they talk about all that stuff. And when when I went through my Funko phase, I yeah just was obsessed uh i thought the rubik's cube was um number two uh but there you go and then i totally got yo-yo wrong uh greece and tay when you said greece before i was like oh i think yeah and anyway and i thought of you when you when fizzman said greece so well done i am going to give that to you because that's that was a great shout let us know in the comments how you went i know tal shared his um his stuff before he said wacky wobblers before and then he said either pokemon or hot wheels so um do you know what the 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 highest selling Disney franchise in terms of um, toys are? Do you know the the answer to this one? It'll be you'll be surprised. I love Fizzman, it. I do you want to have a guess? Little... Don't look it up, Fizzman. Don't look it up. I'm not. I I, uh, <laughs> I am going to say. Wait. So Disney, right? Has to be Disney are franchise. We ca- are we counting Disney properties? It's all Disney properties. Could be Star Wars. Could be. Marvel, well, actually, that's a good shout. I'm not sure now. I don't know if it's just Disney, but Pixar is a part of that as well. And the answer is frozen. Pixar. It's not Frozen. Oh, no, Frozen is Disney, not freaking... Is it Toy Story? Um, it's not Toy Story. It's actually Cars, believe it or not. I was just saying, I think it would be Cars, yeah. It's Cars because they the die-cast Cars... Ciao. 
Ka-chow. That, that apparently brings in so much money for Disney, hence why there's three Cars movies and spin-offs and all that sort of stuff. So that's a good little bit of trivia there for you. But I have to double-check if that includes Marvel and Star Wars because you would assume Star Wars, they're the king of merchandise, and you'd think that would be the case. Speaking of king of merchandise for um, Star Wars, I'm going to be talking about one of my uh, obsessions. Uh, as you can see behind me, uh, I've got a lot of these bad boys behind me. Um, hot toys. I collect hot toys figurines, and I have been collecting them for maybe, I'd like to say maybe 12 or 13 years now. So the collection behind me, you've, you can see I've got um, Avengers from the first movie, and then I've got Age of Ultron here. I've got Guardians of the Galaxy. I've got some Captain America, a whole bunch of Iron Mans here. Um, got some Batmans. I've popped my Toy Story uh there it is, Toy Story uh, collection there as well. And then I've got like a couple more displays over here. But if you haven't heard of Hot Toys before, they're a Hong Kong company and they do highly detailed action figures and they're 1-6 scale. And these things are just incredible. I absolutely love action figures and I um, own a couple of the properties. I own a lot of Star Wars ones a crazy amount of Marvel ones and also uh, DC as well. And there are some random ones like Fantastic Beasts there. America Shield in the background. Yeah, you can see them back there, right? Oh, down here as well. And what I like is that they don't just focus on the mainstream ones. They've also got like the classic um, cap suit there that you can see there. Red Skull, which is actually a really, really hard one to find uh, down there. And then also an Iron Patriot. Not the one that we see in um, in uh, N. This is the one from Iron Man 3. This is based off a concept art. So we actually don't see um, the Iron Patriot in Iron Man 3. But anyway, this is one. I've had this one for a while, but I finally unboxed him. you got Count Dooku here. And you can see the incredible likeness of um, Christopher Lee there. Sir Christopher Lee, I should say. Insane. This is mixed media as well. So you can see that it's not just plastic. It's also fabric, different types of textures, uh, pleather. Um, you can interchange the arms, the accessories. And what I really like, which I actually haven't popped it on here, but um, with the new Star Wars figurines, they've actually made the lightsabers light up now. So you can see how the hilt is quite still. And you're probably thinking, what batteries go into that hilt? But it's actually the whole arm. you got to disconnect it from the elbow joint because like, they've got watch batteries in here. And then you turn it on and the, and the lightsaber lights up. So that's a bit of new technology that Hot Toys are doing, where with my older Star Wars toys, they don't actually light up. So that is really, really cool. Uh, I'll say in Marvel before, and uh, we're just talking about the likeness there. You can see Tom Holland. Uh, I can't remember what suit this one is from i think it's from um far from home uh in terms of what this figure is his mask is just full in there um but I, it's very rare that i take these out behind the glass cabinet because these things will just get dusty and because they are mixed media um the dust will just sit on them i don't over articulate them and pose them because especially with like a, a the suit that he's wearing here it will stretch, and if he's in that position for quite a long time, the suit will stretch, and then when you try and put him back into a different position, it would just be, like, really baggy on him. So you can see um, sort of around the back of his leg there, just because he's in the position to stand, it's gathering there. But yeah, um, Hot Toys, they're unreal. They're, they're a bit pricey. So that's why I'm like, you know what? I need to just focus on collecting one thing instead of collecting pops and all that sort of stuff. I do collect other stuff as well, but in terms of, like... 
the really big sort of thing that I'm focusing on. I think it's just going to be Hot Toys from now on because every bloody Star Wars, Marvel French <laughs> like show that comes out now with all the the original series. They've got Obi Wan figurines. Uh, they've got like the Wonder Vision. Uh, they've got the new um, uh, Sam Wilson's uh, Captain America suit, which looks insane. So like, yeah, they're they're really cool. Um, you can interchange their arms, accessories, and one thing that I really want to show you, which is one of the grails of my collection. You might not recognize this guy, but this is Michael Jackson. This is his Ooh. bad suit. Uh, and I, yeah, and I actually own a uh, three, sorry, four of the Michael Jackson um, figurines. So I've got the Beat It, I've got Bad, I've got Thriller. Thriller is really, really cool. And the Thriller one actually comes with two figurines: him as a zombie form and him as his normal form. Oh, but love that. You, yeah, but it doesn't come with a body. You've got to interchange the parts, which is unfortunate. But one day I'll get a, a spare body and I'll dress him to be the zombie form. And also one of the rarest um, Hot Toys figures is the Billy Jean dressed Michael Jackson. His head sculpt isn't good. Uh, so I got the hat tilted down to cover his face, but it is definitely one of the grails. Um, yeah, so Hot Toys. Go for it. Uh, does it come with an actual nose? Because... <laughs> Fizz man, well done. It does, it does. And uh, and but what I like about the Michael Jackson one is it's his iconic costumes as well. So he's sitting there next to the Avengers. Actually, if I move to the side, no, you won't. I, the chair's definitely covering him. But um, yeah. So Hot Toys for me. I also collect. Um, you can sort of sort of see, but I've I've got Digimon cards as well, which I've been getting into lately. And if you've got the Digimon game, it comes with some exclusive uh, promo cards. So definitely get the physical version of that um, if you're if you're collecting Digimon cards. I'm gonna have to call it there because we could be talking about Hot Toys all night. <clears throat> but you can see that I sort of collect a lot of different things through like throughout the show. You've seen me wear some stuff. Um, but yeah, Hot Toys. Have you guys seen Hot Toys? Is it something that you want to dabble in? It's it's a very bad hobby to 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 start. To be quite honest, uh, Tay, have you? Do, do you own any Hot Toys? I don't think I do. I haven't really collected many figurines other than my Funko Pops. I think the way I justified having so many pops is that they're only twenty dollars most of the time. Uh, so that's the way I I could be, feel a little bit better about purchasing them. But obviously, when each of them are twenty dollars or maybe more, and I've got two hundred of them, yes, it doesn't really work out cheap at all. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I maybe now once I move and have a bit more room, may might get into some uh, hot toys. But yeah. Oh, he does look awesome. Duke, oh. Duke looks great. It, it is very convincing. I do want it. Like, I'm so tempted. But lately, I've been trying to to behave a little bit and only buy things that I know that I really want. I haven't purchased a hot toy in quite a long time because I actually do have a lot still boxed up. So, they're really behind on their releases as well, which is probably a good thing. And because because of like new Star Wars figurines coming out. Like I own a Darth Vader, so I don't need to buy another like Rogue One version Vader or I don't need to buy the Kenobi D Darth Vader yeah. uh, because- You literally have a life-size one behind you. Why well, would you I've... need a hot toy? <laughs> this is actually one of my first um, cosplays I ever purchased. So this is a Ruby's Darth Vader costume. Uh, I think I got it for like maybe like $500 back in the day when this thing is brand new, like first out. Um, and I also own the Boba Fett rubies one as well. And now this oh. bad boy goes for like, like probably a couple grand uh, if you want. About twelve hundred last time I looked. Oh really? Okay, there I've you go. I tried getting one. 
Oh, really? And yeah. even the Stormtrooper ones are crazy because I'd love to get a Stormtrooper like Barney Stinson and, um, and How I Met Your Mother. So Darth Vader is there. He actually goes there good because he's really hard to store um, and he just looks impressive and every, everyone is it, he's basically the Christmas tree of my of my gaming room. So um, he's, he's awesome. Uh, we better call it there because we are going over time and I want to chat to you guys about what you've got plans for over the weekend. Um, but yeah, guys... Make sure you let us know whether it's now or on our socials. We want to know what you collect and what your hobbies are um, because we're going to be talking a lot of things toy-related and eventually I've, I've spoken to a lot of contacts as well. We're going to be doing some giveaways involving collectibles as well. Not hot toys, I wish, um, but uh, we've got a lot of friends that can um, help us out in terms of giving back to our community. So very uh, definitely stay tuned for that. And, uh, 500. That what's this one? Story. Your Ruby Star Wars uh, Ultimate Darth Vader costume, two thousand five hundred forty-one goodness. Oh my goodness! I've worn them a couple of, or not a couple of times. I've actually worn them a lot, uh, and I have a couple of friends that go, "Hey, we're having a movie night. Is it okay if I borrow your <laughs> costume and just have it on display?" And I've, depending on the friend, so. I've said, yes, you can, because I, I trust them sort of thing. But like, if it's like a drunken sort of party, different story though, different story. Um, yeah, I'm just looking at him. He's really cool. I'm actually contemplating on putting... You need Boba to get a glass on cabinet on wheels and just have it. For him? Oh, Yeah, for him. Is... And then... So there then would be no room for me. <laughs> you can have him on display and then we'll lend him out to friends, but they have to like pay for like... I can invite people over and charge them admission. That's what I should you do got, you got to pay a deposit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, anyway, so that's we're going to call it there for in terms of the end of the Geekazoid episode. Oh, okay, hold on, is, sorry. Is that oh. happy birthday to for tomorrow? Oh, Ooh, happy birthday! I hope you get all the pops you want, buddy. Happy birthday! And I like to say, Tao, appreciate you chiming in and tuning in every single week and supporting Geekazoid. We really do appreciate it. That's also with Abdallah as well. You're here every single week. Um, thank you so much for your support, boys. Really do appreciate it. And everyone that's listening as well, wherever you are, um, definitely leave us a review, whether it's on Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever it is, please leave us a review because it definitely helps the show and its popularity in terms of growing. Uh, Abdullah says, happy birthday, Tal, for tomorrow. Tal, you are very, very welcome. Tay, did you want to chime in before we... Yeah, I'm just going to add on to that um, for the people that are listening as well, um, adding on to what Jaden said, make sure that you are interacting with us on our social media. If there's something that you want us to talk about, um, send us requests, send us, you know, options that we can pick from. Uh, we'd love to know what you guys want to hear as well. Um, yeah, I'd love to learn some new things as well. So if there's something that we, you know, all of us don't really know much of, uh, but if you want to hear about it, we can definitely add that onto the list. So make sure you send in requests and things like that and happy to, to show off some of your um, collections as well. You're happy to send in some photos and we can uh, bring it up and, yeah, share it around because that's what we want to do here. We want to bring that's everyone in together um, and, yeah, get everyone involved as well. So definitely do that. So make sure that you're following Geekazoid on all of the socials. I'm sure we've got a, a big list now, but on our Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, YouTube Twitter, all of the above, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Good <laughs> on you, Tate. Um, and while you're doing that, let us know where we can find you on your socials as well. Yes. Well, you can find me uh, on TikTok or Instagram mostly uh, at Miss Marvelous. 
Um, so it's AUS at the end of Miss Marvel. Um, I post a lot of cosplay content, which uh, you'll see on my, my right here that uh, oh. this is my new Ahsoka one, which I'm almost getting there. So I've just uh, almost finished the belt section. Uh, and this isn't actually the Leku that I'll be using. I've got a very fancy uh, Leku that's coming all the way from the US, uh, which hopefully, not sure when it will get here, but it'll definitely be worth the wait. So I'll definitely keep updates as well. I can't wait to see that. And while you're following Tay, make sure you definitely check me out at jrod underscore HD on Instagram, uh, TikTok as well, uh, Twitter. I'm not really on there, but you can follow me there as well. Uh, and YouTube as well. Uh, yeah, we love bringing this to you uh, every single week. And can I just say, go Panthers. They're going to win in the NRL Grand Final this weekend. Hey, Fizz, what do you reckon about that? You're Parameter Boy, aren't you? Uh, I'm sorry, but uh, if it's the Battle of the West, it's going to be Eels taking it out. Thank you very much. I <laughs> it's going to be very it's a, it's interesting a fun thing next week. Because I was at Panthers one time, the Panthers, uh, Penrith, Penrith Panthers Club, and Eels won that game. And it was a very interesting sight to see all the Panther losers. So what you're saying is it's it's Panthers' turn to win, right? No, that's, it's not. That's Panthers right. don't need another win. <laughs> Here we go. Before you embarrass yourself, Fizzman, uh, tell us, where can we follow you on your socials? <laughs> you can follow me everywhere at Captain Fizzman, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, TikTok, Be Real, Vero, Twitch as well, like all those places. You reminded me, I haven't done my Be Real today. I... I, I didn't have time to do it, so I better get jump on that now. Fizzman, sign us off officially for me, mate. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this week's episode of Geekazoid. Make sure to tune in every Thursday at 7pm AEST. Make sure to follow all our lovely hosts on all their relevant social media channels. And remember, as always, keep geeking out. Go the Mighty Panthers. See you, guys. Go have the Mighty a good one. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.